Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Welcome to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a brilliant true crime podcast hosted by two zany sisters, all while baking up delicious treats in their kitchen. Here are your podcast hosts, Karen Devaney and Ann Varner. Thank you. <laughs> we have a guest. We do. We do. We. It's our beloved guest. A beloved. Guest. It's a beloved guest. Beloved or beloved. beloved. It could be either. It could be. Okay. Well, let's not keep him waiting while we try to massacre the English language. This is Leo. Hi, Leo. <laughs> He's lovely Leo. Lovely, lovely Leo. Yes. He is a fellow podcaster. Welcome, Leo, to Slaying in the Kitchen with Sugar Coated Murder. Thank you so much for having me on. Now, that could go either way. I could either be beloved or notorious or infamous. I thought oh, about being infamous before. I don't know if that, that sounds kind of cool to me. You think infamous is the way you want to go? How about infamously beloved? That's got, that's got really a good one. That's nice. It. Yeah. It's got, it's got a big title. Sounds yeah, like a big. You can start just signing off on all of your stuff. I be Leo. And it's yeah. Beloved emo. <laughs> I might start doing it. I might. I might think about that. Yeah, you should. Leo, tell us about your podcast. Yes. Well, my podcast is voluntary input, and like pretty much every podcast nowadays, it can be found literally everywhere. But the easiest way to find out all the places you can find it is just go to voluntaryinput.com. There's all the links for all the places you can listen to it. And also all the episodes are there as well. We also do video. So you can go check out the video versions of the, the podcast as well. It's been running. Uh, we're on our third year. It's been going for quite some time. It's mainly a tech podcast, but we do all kinds of stuff. People uh, and people behind the tech. So, yeah, I think that it's more than a tech podcast because I feel like it's like tech plus life. Exactly. <laughs> That's that's really what it is. I might have to write that down too. <laughs> ideas, because you know how those marketing people tell you, "Hey, you need to come up with specific words I to know. podcast." I like that tech plus life. It is tech plus life. <laughs> it really is because the stuff that the, my some of my favorite episodes that you've done have not really been about technology. It's been about life. One of my favorite ones was the declutter lady that came on about organizing and decluttering and she was really amazing and I really liked that that whole episode and that wasn't about technology that was about the plus life yeah yeah I thought you were going to say the stripper but that's a different conversation that was not my favorite I'm sorry I'm so sorry <laughs> and I better I better clarify he's not a stripper anymore he used to be a stripper uh, a male exotic dancer okay let's don't demean him to one label right <laughs> <laughs> I did enjoy that one, but I'm telling you, the one that made the biggest impression on me, maybe it's my age and my station in life, was how to get your life organized. (laughs) There's another one coming up about that. Almost the same thing as well. Another lady. But that may be next week. Okay. Trout is already um, having an episode, so you'll hear him. I saw him and I heard him. (laughs) He is something else. He is... 14 pounds of stubborn, I'm going to get my way. <laughs> he said, where's my drink? 
I know. <laughs> All right. So maybe we need to go ahead and get started what while we've got him peace. Oh, baking. Leo and I are going to make lemon cooler cookies. I love those things. Now, we used to have them growing up. They had the Sunshine Company yes. made them. And we would take them with us to cheerleading camp and put them in the freezer. So when we got done with cheering all day, we'd go back to the dorms and have lemon cooler cookies. They don't make those anymore. No, they don't. So I was really excited to find a recipe for them. Yeah, because they are so good. They are. mm, mm, mm. And I wasn't sure Leah's level of comfort in the kitchen. So I wanted something that wasn't too terribly complicated. Yeah, yeah. We don't want to. No. I, I had to. I bragged a little bit to Karen. I'm no slouch in the kitchen. But no slouch. But you I know, we had people say that and come on, and then they couldn't find their teaspoon. <laughs> well, see, I'm the guy that I pre-measured because oh, and we really <laughs> I don't want to be measuring. Yes. So we're going to get started on these. The first thing we're going to do is cream our butter and sugar until right. so it's light and fluffy. About three minutes. So this is probably the person that get me off because I was going to point out when I'm say I'm no slouch in the kitchen, that's usually meats and meals. Yeah. <laughs> you get me on the grill and the smoker, I'm your man. I'm right. sure. My wife is always the one who concentrates on desserts the most. But, I'll, you know, I can read. That's what she yeah. always tells me. I can read. <laughs> I'm like, that's your job. She says, you can read. <laughs> the butter and is- sugar. Butter and sugar, yep. All right. We're going to get it going for three minutes until it's fluffy. So should I put it on like two? Oh, you're better than me. I'm going to go ahead and get started. I don't want to get left behind here. I would go to medium. Okay. Wait, I got a little, a little flabbergasted that's going on here. You need to drink some more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. This bourbon is good sugar. It is good sugar. It's very, very good. I got no complaints about the blade form. <laughs> God, go. half a drink down. Mine is getting creamy. Look at your sides. You're just a professional. I try to, like I said, I can read, so I'm trying to follow the directions and make sure I don't mess up because I don't, I don't want Anne to make fun of me. That's Karen. Karen's <laughs> oh, snarky. It's funny because Karen's forte is also cooking. <laughs> as opposed to baking because yeah. with baking you have to be more precise than with cooking you can kind of do your own I'm thing. not good at following directions no. I second guess all the directions <laughs> well you know what I found with cooking all you got to do is just turn the heat down a little bit things <laughs> <laughs> get out of control just turn it down so <laughs> I always turn it up no lord <laughs> baking is more of a finesse okay I think it's mixed I got butter and sugar no it's got to be three minutes man three minutes oh Okay, I'll stop talking. Just like a man rushing it off, <laughs> rushing it away. Three minutes. <laughs> Light and fluffy. Light and fluffy. All right. He got that fancy flat gray oh, KitchenAid. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a the, man bought it. That's a, right. That's the high dollar one. I'm that, like, what color do I want? Well, let me go see what the cheapest color is. Right. <laughs> and I was that. a gift, though, so I didn't get to pick my color. Mine, mine was a gift to myself. Yes, it was. And you got to pick your own color. I did. And your arm. I have loved every minute of it. You see, as long as you put your arm on top of it, it's such a wobble. Oh, is this? What does it do? Is it bounce up? It, yeah, it does. It, the whole top of it vibrates so badly. Fine. Um, oh. Seems like the top is going to come off. It's fine. So, uh, just rest on it. <laughs> just rest your elbow on it. It's fine. It's all good. 
That's how she maintains her car, too. That is not true. <laughs> that is not true. I take my oil changes very seriously. Yeah, well, you have to. Within three minutes? Yes. I think so. So now we're going to slowly add in our egg and lemon zest. And this is we're gonna, when we're going to switch down to low. So just okay. crack your egg. Did you put your zest in first? I did my egg first. Okay. And, and now I'm going to do my zest, but you can do it either way. Whatever makes you happy. All By that the way, these, these eggs I'm using, they are farm fresh. Oh, wow. I live smack dab in the middle of a bunch of farms. Oh, wow. And we have a farmer who she has several chickens and we buy our eggs from her. And I don't know if you guys ever had them, which I'm sure you have. They taste a thousand times better than any eggs you get in the store. Oh, yeah. We have a farmer friend and sometimes we, we get eggs from her, but she makes us get them out from underneath her chickens. So we don't like that. In the summertime, well, we stay away because they're snakes. Oh, ooh, no, I wouldn't do that either. All we have to do is there's this carton rotation. So you buy eggs. Oh, nice. Carton, and other people buy them from her. The only people that make me mad are the ones who bring styrofoam. Oh, no, not the styrofoam. That's no styrofoam. Okay, so eggs and zest and start mixing again. Yep. Scrape it too. Yeah, you scrape it. Once your egg is mixed in there and your lemon zest is mixed in there, we're going to start adding our flour. Okay. Hey, we had the who that came back last night for the first time since 1979. Wow. Oh Why so long? Oh, you guys never heard of the great who concert tragedy? Oh, no. But real quick before I go on, did you just put all your flour in there? In no, time? I just put a little bit. She just puts okay. like a little at a time, like and, maybe a third at I, a time. I dumped the baking powder into the flour. I did too. Yeah. And then I'm just putting a little bit in and mixing it and a little bit more and mixing that. Okay, so in 1979, you, you guys know when you go to concerts, that standing room only where you just walk in. So you have the regular seats down on the floor where you pay good money for those tickets. But then the right. rest of the seats on the outside, you, you just kind of, it's called general admission. Yeah. Well, they had the doors closed. This was at our old Coliseum called Riverfront. And all these people, young people, were outside waiting to get in just waiting to get in, waiting to get in. Then they could hear the music start. Well, everyone started pressing forward, trying to get oh, in. No. And, uh, long story short, 11 people got killed. <gasps> people were getting trampled and just crushed to death. This oh, crowd horrible. just pushing, trying to get in. Wow. Horrible. Yeah. So the who never came back until last night. Wow. Big event then. And did anybody die last night? No, no, no. That's good. Everybody was well behaved. Yeah. Good. We learned a lot from that first tragedy. A lot of venues did. So, yeah. Okay, I'm part mixing again. (laughs) Oh, Leo, while you're mixing, tell us how you got into podcasting. So for me, it was more of a, more of a, I just wanted to see if I could do it. I had been listening to podcasts for several years and there's quite a few favorites and it was just always fascinating to me and interesting. And I'm like, I'm, I'm kind of a naturally curious person. So sometimes something will just, what do you call it? I get a wow hair. Yeah. I'm like, I just wonder if I could do it. And so that's how it all started. And well, so nice. That's very brave. Well, I was like, I want to find out how you do it. What's the technical stuff in the background, which was really what was interesting to me, and then how to pull it all off. And you've pulled it off. Look at you. And I can bake. 
somehow, <laughs> and somehow you've managed to show up on our podcast. I know, which is really impressive. And so far, you're baking on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I still feel like yours are going to come out better. What? No way. <laughs> you're the pro. <laughs> so the key is don't overmix. As soon as you've got your flour mixed in, then stop mixing. Okay. I think we're just about there. All right. Nice. Does it smell lemony? Yes, it does. Karen's already scooping it. See, see the pro over there. So what we're going to do once it's all together is we're going to roll them into balls. <laughs> <laughs> and then once they're rolled, we're going to flatten them just a little. Okay. All right. Well, well I'm going to do it the, the bougie way because the recipe says scooper, don't you? Scoopers. scoopers are good. Do you have a scooper? I do, but I, but I think my, that my scooper is going to be too big. Yeah, I think you've got a big scooper. But again, you're the, you're the pro. I need a mini scooper. Put that on my Christmas list. Yes, please do. A oh mini my. scooper and a mini cooper. <laughs> <laughs> see which one you get first Uh, okay (laughs) all right so y'all are rolling we're gonna roll them roll them roll them you very very gently mash them a little bit yep and then yep so they're like a little button a cute little button button. i thought you were gonna say a butt button right not then we're gonna bake them cookie butts and then and then we're gonna roll them in powdered sugar and lemonade mix that's so fun how's it going over there Going good. Chugging right along. Okay, about to go in. Was it 10 minutes? Eight to 10. So we'll check them at eight and see how we feel. Get your timer set. Timer is set. So I hear you guys have a murder to talk about. We do. Leo, where'd you go? (laughs) There he is. Hi. (laughs) I was cleaning. I know you were. (laughs) Did you have a chance to look up anything on this murder? Well, I read through it and... um, there's a couple of things that fascinated me about it. Okay, uh, well, let's go through it. I'm gonna tell Anne has no idea what we're doing. No, I don't know. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about the Wisconsin suitcase murders. Uh suit murders. Murders. Suitcase was murdered. No way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my. Um, so I'm gonna take you on a I'm just gonna take you on a little prequel to this event. Okay. Okay. Back in 2001. In Milwaukee, <laughs> a stripper goes to the, or an exotic dancer. Thank you. Goes to the apartment of a man whom she said had invited her over for a drink in a private show. <laughs> Which is, I mean, that happens. We watched that show Strip Tease and she went over for a drink in a private dance. Oh, gotcha. Remember, it happens. Once inside, the man walked her towards the bedroom and then pushed her inside the bedroom, locked the door, and then threw her down on the ground. Well, that's not nice. It doesn't sound like the drink was happening first. No. So she said to him, are you going to kill me? And he responded by saying, are you going to have sex with me? (laughs) So so I don't like it when people answer a question with with a a question. question. It's so annoying. That to me is a red flag right there. Like. Question with a question, she's in trouble. But not that she was thrown to the floor <laughs> no, and the door was locked. No, but no it's the <laughs> question with a question. That's the big red flag right there for me. That's the trigger. <laughs> so she, um, she actually at some point was able to escape oh. and run out of his apartment into the street in just her underwear, screaming for help. The police arrive. Right. They charge her. 
What? <laughs> yeah, they charge her with prostitution. What? They did not arrest the man. <gasps> yeah. What year was this? 2001. <sighs> I mean, it wasn't the 1800s. <laughs> people, let's get with it. Turns out the man was a cop. Oh, no. So he did get in a little bit of trouble. He was a detective on the Milwaukee police force, and he was um, forced to retire. He lost his job. He was forced to retire. Okay. So, see. Now, we're going to jump ahead. (laughs) Fast forward. Yeah, we're going to fast forward to June 5th, 2014. Okay. All right. So there's a farmer, not a farmer, a farmer, 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 whatever. He's a guy that farms. (laughs) So he is um, about 50 miles outside of Milwaukee and he finds two very suspicious suitcases on his property. On the farm? On the farm. He does what anybody else would do. What in the Sam hell? He throws them in the ditch and keeps on going. (laughs) I'm not doing with these today. Get them off my property. (laughs) So there were some guys that came by and they were, you know, the grass cutters. Right. The grass on the side of the road. And they found the suitcases and they called police because it seemed a little suspicious. Somebody lost their luggage. Very smelly. Very, very smelly. (laughs) Oh, no. So upon arrival, the police... Um, investigate and they did note that there is a very foul odor coming from one in particular and there's a lot of fly activity around both oh no right leo are you with me so far i'm I'm still with you okay (laughs) okay feel free to jump in well i was going to say you already touched on one of the things about it that fascinated me was that he was he worked for the police originally yes he was a detective right like a he wasn't a rookie like he'd been there for a while. Right. You don't just go, you don't just be detective. You, you don't. don't just be a detective. You don't. I don't Can I get an application to be a detective, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So he was on the police force and he was never charged in that incident. The judge said, well, you know, she didn't want to press charges. I don't think she was given a choice, to be honest with you. I think they knew who he was and they were like, dude, you've messed up. And he had been in a little bit of trouble, some hot water before. He had a tendency to to use his access to some websites that he could find people's information on Mm. and then contact them. Oh, yeah. So that's creepy. He was a little nosy, rosy and a little creepy, crappy. Correct. He tried to to justify that incident with she was trying to steal something from me. Yeah, that's what he tried to tell them. And they're gonna believe that's why they got to that. Because I always go in and rob people in just my underwear. Right. (laughs) That is the the method. Right. The the robbery (laughs) uniforms is like if you see, especially a woman walking down in just her underwear. Be careful. Just be careful. She's robbed somebody. She's on her way to rob you too. Yes. Haven't you heard of the great underwear bandit? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think she she would have had more than one pair of underwear then. (laughs) <laughs> they end up opening these suitcases and they found in each one of them, mm-hmm. not one, but two uh-huh. dose composing bodies. Oh no. It's a, is it a couple? Mm-mm. No. Two females, oh. one in each suitcase. One looked like they had been deceased for quite a while. And the other one looked like she, I mean, she's it in a minute or two. Right. She was pretty fresh. Right. One of them was really decomposed. Decompensized, <laughs> decomposed. Yes, she was rotten. She was rotten. <laughs> that one was. She was rotten. It was real bad. 
So let me tell you about victim number one. Okay. She had a rope around her neck, mm-hmm. a ball gag strapped to her mouth. Oh, no. And she had a collar around her neck. Oh, my. Yes. And this detail is important for what happens later. Okay. The collar? The collar and the ball gag. Okay. And the hand Yes. It's, that is pretty important. Okay. That is. So victim one, they were able to identify her with dental, via dental records. Very professional. Yes. Turns out she's 37-year-old Laura Simonson. Mm-hmm. And she's the mother of seven children. Oh, So Laura had been reported missing by her mom in November of 2013. Okay. She's listed as a vulnerable adult due to her history of mental illness. Oh, no. Yeah. Very sad. Her dad told investigators and news reporters, because I guess he just wanted to talk about it a whole lot, that his daughter, Laura, often listed ads on Craigslist as an escort. Oh, no. And her children had been placed in foster care in 2010 because she was she had a lot of issues. Sounds three, like it. It's three years after is when she went missing. Detectives were like, well, let's go on Craigslist and see, you know, what she posted. Let's see the activity. Well, they come across this very interesting ad on Craigslist that had been posted by one of Laura's friends. Oh. Oh, just a minute. It's been eight minutes. Holy moly. You need a little bit more time. What do you think? Let's see them. They're a little mushy. I think that they need a little bit more time. Yep. Two minutes. Anne said two minutes, Leo. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. Okay. They found the thing on Craigslist. They find it. Okay, I'm going to paraphrase this. I don't know if you found this ad or not, um, Leo, but I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm not going to read the whole thing. It was Thank you. quite uh, intricate and detailed. <laughs> I'm paraphrasing. Okay. She calls out a man named Steve Zellick. Okay. She calls him a sadist. Ah. And he, she says that he has enslaved Laura Simonson since November 2nd of 2013. Oh, my. He keeps her naked, shackled. And handcuffed in a cage. Oh, wow. That's not nice. That's not hospitable. Why would she post it on Craigslist and not call the police about it? Okay. She says, Well, again, this this goes back to that important detail we we about. So (laughs) she says he tortures her and she has mental disabilities and he has no intention of releasing her. She gives a website where Steve openly talks about enslaving and torturing women. And I'm not going to give the website because it is a website that is dedicated to that. So I'd like that website taken down. Right. She gives his username, his email, and his phone number. Oh, nice. Way to go, girl. She put it all there. And she says that police are aware of the situation, (gasps) but they can't seem to find where Laura is being helped. For heaven's sake. Mm -hmm. So she pleads for help in finding Laura and freeing her from her captor. Mm -hmm. So the police are like, oh, well, we'll go talk to Steve and see what he knows about Laura. Right. Well, the first time he goes by that, they go by there, they say, hey, there's this girl, Laura, and she's missing. He's like, yeah, I haven't seen her in months. Ah. And like, okay. And then they were urged to go back. And I think some other detectives went too, because there were three different counties involved. And is this the same guy with the, in the beginning? Just a minute. It's been two minutes. I'm going to check on that. I can't talk fast enough. (laughs) I still feel like they're mushy. I think they're just blonde. Mine are done. But if you feel like you want yours to go a little longer, you're more than welcome to. The thing about it, Leo, is when you take cookies out, they continue to cook for a little bit. So you don't want to get them too done. 
That's kind of like when you rest meat. Exactly. Your cookies got to rest. <laughs> a little soft. So these cookies, you we're going to leave them in the pan for a little bit, and then we're going to put them on a cooling rack because they have to cool completely before we put them toss in the them in the sugar. So they got to cool for 10, Leo. They asked the Steve dude, hey, and he says, hadn't seen her in a few months. Yeah, I haven't seen her in a few months. Um, and so... And this is early on in the investigation before the two suitcases are found. Okay. They had gone by oh. because they had been contacted. Oh. He's keeping her con- He's got her. And so they were like, not, not, not. Have you seen Lauren? No, seen, haven't seen her in a while. And they're like, okay. And then these two suitcases show up and they're oh. like, um, maybe we'll go talk to Steve again. Right. Maybe. I mean, just maybe. So Steve right now is working as a security guard. Uh-huh. Um, because in 2001, he was forced to retire from the police force, but he was never charged with anything. Oh. So that's not a clean record, and he can go and be a security guard. So they just let him retire? Yeah, yeah mm-hmm, they did. They absolutely did. Wow. They go back to talk to him, and they he was like, okay, Laura was here. I'll admit to that. She was here. It was completely consensual, and I accidentally killed her in 2013. <laughs> It was an accident. Of course it, it was. was. An accident. Yes. And, and the I, way they found her body, it seems like it was very accidental. Yes. And the reason I put her in the suitcase is because I already had one person in my freezer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I said them both in. Oh, okay. So he needs, he needed a bigger freezer. Yeah. He needed like the one that we used to have in our garage. Right. The big, up, right. The yeah. That was, like, the body in that one. Yeah. A couple. Yeah. We probably, yeah. I'm sure our parents thought about that more than once. <laughs> of course they did. How many children can I <laughs> fit in that How freezer? How many children? We have three. The surely we can fit them in. So anyway, he says, I put her in the freezer. I had another one in the freezer. So um, I put her in a suitcase. And then I was like, well, I might as well put the other one in the suitcase too. So he, he was like, I saw I had two suitcases. I was driving around in my car and they started to smell. Right. So, um, yeah. Well, that makes so, sense. He said, so he said, what happened? What, what happened was this well, first girl that was in the, yeah, <laughs> what happened was the first girl in the freezer, he accidentally killed. Oh, okay. So they uh, were playing some, some, some a couple choking, of oh, choking games. Oh, there some was some S&M type some, of stuff. Yeah, some S&M stuff, some rough sex. Ruffies. Um, and so um, he acts, she had the nerve of dying and all that. So, well, um, he just needed to work on his technique. Maybe. Obviously, it didn't go well with the second one either. So when <laughs> he had to put that girl in the freezer in 2013, mm. he went and found Laura to replace her. Right. He didn't know who that girl was in his freezer. Oh, she's just a rando. She was a rando. I mean, now they got to go figure out who this girl is. Like right. who's Jane Doe? Right. This right. Jane Doe in the suitcase. They were found on June 5th. By the 25th, they had arrested Steve, which I'm really happy about this time. <laughs> they charged him with two counts of hiding a corpse. That's it? That's what they charged him with. And they set his bond at first at a million dollars. And then after a hearing, another judge upped it to two million. Okay. Because there are so many counties that are involved in this. And he they felt like he was a flight risk. Okay. I feel like he was a flight risk because he still had friends, I guess, in the police department. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need to ID Jane Doe. So they put a description out to the public on like all of her attributes, you mm. know, her tattoos, sure, sure. her things, all her things. Right. And a family from Oregon comes by, comes forward. They don't come they, by. They don't stop, stop by. by. <laughs> they come forward. Okay. And they think it's their girl, Jenny. Okay. And she was, I think she was 21. 
One article said 21, one article said 29. So I'm going to say she's 26. She's in her 20s. She's in her 20. Dental records do confirm that it is, in fact, Jenny from Oregon. Oh. In fact, the suitcase that Jenny was buried in was the one that Jenny left Oregon from to go out to. She got buried in her own suitcase? Yeah. I mean, that's rude. Wow. That's low. Right. Finally, he goes to court and he they charge him with double murder mm. because he keeps saying, listen, it was consensual. It was an accident. But the I DA says, that. I know you say it's an accident, but you choked not one girl, but then choked another girl the same exact way and killed her that way. Right. And they could tell this girl had her hands bound behind her. He didn't even uncuff her when he stuck her in the suitcase. And like he, he didn't like, he didn't take any of the, I don't know what those things are called instruments of death. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> one of those things that they, that you use, like in the in the thing in the in the boudoir. Right. So those things, he didn't even remove them. He no. just like he they were on her, and he just stopped her and said, "Like take her hands out from under her back." Right. So they knew that something was nefarious. <laughs> Something very nefarious was going on because he left all the nefarious tools. He certainly did. Yeah, wow. and it just didn't seem right. So, no. um, so anyway, he ends up getting charged and then he's found guilty of two homicides. This is the one that sticks in my craw. Okay. <laughs> he gets 25 years and 35 years. Oh, no. To run concurrently. Are you kidding? So he really just got 35 years. Just right. say he got 35 years. Right. Don't give me this bull crap about 25 and 35. And no, you got 35. That's right. That's what you got. Then they, the other county where the um, girls were found, mm-hmm. they charged him with the two counts of hiding the corpses. Mm-hmm. And he actually got another 10 years to run consecutive after the 35 oh, years. So he had 45. So he actually got 45. Gotcha. And I don't know what the, what it is in Wisconsin, like how long you have to serve before you can start coming up for bail. I don't know. Cause this is for, for parole. For parole. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not bail. He ain't getting bail. No. He ain't getting it. So that's the, that's the Wisconsin. Why would they even allow him to come up for parole? Why didn't he get life with no parole? I don't know. I don't know. What's I don't, up with what's well, up Wisconsin? Why. I think because they can't prove he killed him. No, he admitted he killed him because he said it was an accident. Right. He says it was consensual. I'm like, okay, maybe the sex was consensual, but the actual murder was not consensual. They did not consent to being murdered. Right. I mean, I'm sorry, but they didn't. I don't believe that they did. I mean, maybe (laughs) he's trying to say. Well, this leads to the other thing that fascinates me about this whole thing, because if you look at what the defense was, it was kind of like they were saying, well, in a way, it was their fault. Yeah, because they we're all engaged in this bondage, medium, weird kind of stuff. They put themselves on websites to engage in this stuff. They did. So in a way, it was their fault. Sure, they were all messing around. He was messing around. They were messing around, and then they accidentally got killed. <laughs> so in a way, they were kind of saying, "Well, these women, it was kind of their fault because they were taking part in this stuff," which is. Can be dangerous. I mean, if you have somebody put a ball gag in your mouth and put your hands behind your back, okay, maybe you might accidentally asphyxiate. So yeah, is it my fault that you sought that out? That was literally the whole defense. That wow. was called, yeah, that was and the websites that he was a tr- that he would troll. Right. He was very open about what he wanted to do. I mean, it was it was torture. It was, I mean, he pretty much is saying, I would like for you to come over and I would like to torture you for the rest of your life. But when you look at a mentally diminished 
woman who answers that ad, maybe she doesn't understand fully what that means. Right. Right. And this other girl, Jenny, she had moved to Wisconsin from Oregon and she had told one of her friends that she had gone out. She was going out on a date with a man Mm -hmm. and then she was never seen again. She didn't say, Hey, I'm going to go. I mean, you'll never see me again because I'm going to go be a slave. Right. I'm going to go be enslaved in a dungeon in a cage with handcuffs and uh, the boudoir accoutrements. Right. That I mean, I sometimes you see ads on places and the terms are negotiable. The terms do say, I don't think he was negotiating. <laughs> so, I mean, she, she could have maybe thought, all right, well, I'm going to negotiate with him when exactly. I get there. And maybe when maybe I get it won't there, be for it life. Won't be for life. It'll just be like for the afternoon right. and then we'll date. And yes. And maybe he's the guy. He I could know. be the one. He could be the one. He was not the one. No. He will not maybe be. Maybe there could be a ball gag from time to time. Who knows? I mean, yeah. Whatever. I, again, instruments of death for me. Right. <laughs> well, hopefully they've got those instruments in prison so he can I continue to enjoy. They, I hope that he is now enjoying the instruments the way that those yes. did. That's, yes. that's my Absolutely. Because I really feel like this guy's a monster. <laughs> and I feel like it was a missed opportunity in 2001 to maybe get him off the street for a little while. And maybe this wouldn't have happened. I'm not going to say it wouldn't have, because I don't know if he would have been rehabilitated in jail. Like I'm, that doesn't happen. But right, are you putting it on the cooling? I'm going to go ahead and put mine on the cooling rack because our timer's getting ready to go off. Oh, yep. um, okay. Are you putting yours on the cooling rack? Yep. Because I saw Terry get up. I mean, I saw Anne get up. I know. <laughs> I watch her too, because she'll just start doing stuff. <laughs> She's be like doing stuff. You're like, what are you doing? Oh, I'm done. <laughs> Oh, well, and I don't know how you like the temperature in your house, but I keep it very cold in my house. So it shouldn't take these cookies well, very long. They're probably freezing by now. <laughs> they're probably refrigerator cold by now. But it's also 90 degrees and 89% humidity. Oh, gosh, it's here, so humid so. here right now. Well, we finally got back to spring. So we had two days where it was like that, where it was like, and this is Ohio, it would be 80 or 90 degrees, high humidity. And then boom, the next day it's spring. So wow. I have all the windows open. Oh, wow. That's nice. The breeze in. That's wonderful. So, so we're good. Have you by chance mixed together your powdered sugar and your lemonade mix? Absolutely. <laughs> Don't you know he is prepared? <laughs> I warned him and said, <laughs> She will yell at you if you make a mistake. That's not true. I swear. Not true. I didn't tell him that either. I didn't tell him that, but I did say it really is helpful if you measure out all your ingredients. Most definitely. To which he uh, replied, I was already planning to. Of course. (laughs) She didn't tell me, though, that you had worked in restaurants. So this is, this is like Uh, a big deal to you. I don't think she knew that. Oh, I don't think it I was know. a it was a shocking surprise. It was a shock. <laughs> Breaking news. A shocking surprise. So how long are we going to cool? We feel like they're cool. Mine are pretty feel? cool. No, it's cool. They're cool. I yeah, I think we dip them in I our say dip them in our stuff. Is your wife going to get to eat these? Yes, she's working tonight actually, and I, I might bring you some cookies. Oh, oh nice. Well, that was a fascinating murder Isn't that story. Fascinating! I really found that to be fascinating, and I just feel like 2001 was a missed opportunity, uh, for sure. Because this stripper girl said, "I feel when she heard all this stuff went on, she said, I feel like I was going to be his 
first victim. Oh, yeah. She was definitely headed for the suitcase. Yeah. She when she heard like what what went down, she she was just she's like, I dodged a big bullet right there. Yeah. Because and he saw it as a learning opportunity. Well, yeah. It's <laughs> like, all right, yeah. I'm going like, to stop okay. that. Stop well, asking for the private show and move yeah. into the, I'm just going to post an ad on Craigslist. We're not going to talk about drinks anymore. <laughs> we're just, we're not. We're I'm not taking drinks talk. off the table. Yeah, drinks are off And the just going to come straight out and say, I want to torture you and I don't <laughs> for the know rest of your life. And I kept these women. I'm not sure, did he keep them at his house? Because it didn't seem like they met him at hotels. Oh, I don't know if he took them home. He must have taken them somewhere. He but probably had some sort of. I'm a thinking he must place. have had like a barn or something. He could have. I mean, Remember, you had that had one barns. dude. You had that one dude that had a house of leaves. Yes, maybe oh, he God, had a yes. house of leaves. Yes. While you're sugarcoating your cookies, <laughs> unintended. It's only. Like, <laughs> like diabetes right there, girl. Because it was like this mountain of sugar. <laughs> Like the apps on top of it. <laughs> Don't eat that one. It's got the diabetes on it. <laughs> what, what, you, he's, what you ta- what's got in your mouth now? What are you doing? <laughs> Did you see what I was talking uh, about? Uh, Toss it in the mouth. <laughs> your well, I guess we need to taste them. No, we need. <laughs> Let me see yours, your cookies. Nice. Oh, they look so good. Please take a bite of them after this and send them to us. We're going to take a bite. Oh, I'm taking a bite? Well, you're taking one without me. Jeez. Are we ready? Oh, my gosh. Mm, that's really good. Whoa, oh, oh. I love it. Wow. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs> oh, wow. That's good, but mm, quite a cookie. What do you think, Leo? I love them. I love tangy mm-hmm. things like that. Tangy is a good word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, pucker right out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> These are lemon pucker cookies. <laughs> <laughs> Another good recipe. Oh, it was a very good recipe. It was Let easy. me just tell our listeners where I found the recipe. Please do. It's called the Carefree Kitchen. TheCarefreeKitchen.com, and these are lemon cooler cookies. Oh. <laughs> and <laughs> they're messy but delicious. They're so good. I was about to say they are messy. Leo, I think you laid in the kitchen. You I think you it. slayed it. You slayed it. You did a yes, good I job. Thank you so much for hanging in there with us. I passed the sugar-coated test. You Absolutely did. did. Yes, you did. Thank you very much. Well, tell us one more time how we can find your podcast as Trout Drops Me Insane. Is he playing a flute? Uh, yeah. <laughs> He's playing something. The easiest way to find the podcast is just go to voluntaryinput.com. You can listen to all the episodes, check out all the videos. Uh, you can select contact us from there. If you have any questions, comments, or show ideas, or better yet, if you'd like to be a guest on the show, select register as a, register as a guest. Because nice. we're great guests just like you. Aww. Well, we'll definitely put your website address in our show notes so people can t- can find you very easily. Awesome. Well, well thank, thank you for having you me so on this video. This has been wonderful. Thank you. And we do have one last thing to say to you, and we that is remind you, stay sweet and, and don't, don't murder. Because if you kill people, we will talk about you. Leo, have a good night, and, and we just adore you. Thank you thank so you much. Thank you so much. On. Great to meet you. This has been Sugar Coated Murder Podcast, a deliciously entertaining true crime podcast. Like what you heard? You can always explore past episodes by visiting sugarcoatedpod.com. 
Don't forget to like our Facebook fan page and share with friends. Thanks for listening to Sugar Coated Murder Podcast. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.